All right, guys, this is an episode that's not only about the importance of brand photography and why every entrepreneur needs phenomenal brand photography if you want to be in business and a recognizable high-end brand on the internet, but it's also an inspirational story of a nine-to-fiver who was working in a corporate job and took strategic leaps to break free of her nine-to-five and build and scale a business that's allowed her to be a lifestyle entrepreneur through brand photography. I hope you guys really enjoy this episode of my own personal brand photographer, Jody Brim. Need some effective tactical advice that actually helps you get results and makes a real difference in your life and business? You've come to the right place. If you're finding yourself here today, it means you're getting ready to gain serious traction in your business, rapidly multiply your income and impact, and you're ready to make it happen while living all out. Guys, I'm Melissa Henault, your trustworthy corporate dropout turned six-figure business burnout turned happy and healthy CEO of a multi-million dollar online business, and you're listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. On this show, we're serving up innovative growth strategies, simple implementation methods to put them into practice, and action-stimulating inspiration tailored specifically for the modern entrepreneur. Let's dive in. All right, we are live, you guys. I've got Jody Brim here. So excited to interview her today. You guys, Jody is the woman behind the million dollar brand, Burnout to All Out. You are an incredible human with oh. an incredible, incredible experience with brand photography. And you guys, Jody is my brand, like you're, you're like my brand ambassador. You're like everything. <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> so we're so excited to have you here today. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. This is huge. I appreciate it. Yes. Well, I mean, we're just going to jump right in. As you know, my podcast is Burnout to All Out. So we always, I like to just get right into business, starting with the backstory. Really your journey into entrepreneurship, because I know you haven't always been this badass photographer and (laughs) owning this company. At some point you had a nine to five. So where in your career and life did you decide that you wanted to work for yourself? Um, And where were you? I was definitely in my early 20s or mid 20s, mid 20s, because originally I went to school and I went to North Carolina Anti State University. I went to grad school at High Point University. And my goal, because I had gotten a degree, a master's degree in public administration, specializing in nonprofit organizations. So I wanted to work for the government and I tried so, so hard to get in and I never got in. So I ended <laughs> up. After grad school, I ended up moving to Atlanta, and that's where I started my corporate career and was working for a for-profit university mm-hmm. um, wow. at the time. And I quickly went up the ladder. 11 months, I was an entry-level position to director-level position um, within the company. And it's where I learned all the things that I'm actually still applying to this day in my own business. So, Isn't it awesome? It's like, I, sometimes I say out loud and I shouldn't to my kids. I'm like, I'm not using my college degree for what I'm <laughs> say. I'm not are. sure college is necessary. <laughs> but then it's like, but the journey yeah. to the degree and the career that we had 
set us up for the experience Absolutely. to run the businesses that we do. So Absolutely. I'm like, well, maybe college is necessary, right? Absolutely. Um, Hands down. Well, I do have a different viewpoint on college. Now that I am a business owner, I do share that viewpoint that you have. But I mean, if we'll give her the choice, my daughter, right. when it comes to that time and support her and whatever she wants to do. But yeah, I know the skill set that I learned. I was a director of operations at a university and the things I learned hands down the reason why I'm able to run a successful business. So mm, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So you're here, you are director of operations. When did you get the itch or vision? Ooh, well, when I was in Atlanta, well, first let me go all the way back. I always carried a film camera with me probably since the age of like nine, 10 oh, okay. elementary so, school. Yeah. I always, my mom would let me get my film developed at the drugstore. I miss those days. So I always carried a film camera. I was always taking photos. But when I was in Atlanta, I got to do some, I had some opportunities. I shot for promotion for the BET Awards show down there. So I was like, ooh, I got the little itch. I was shooting for an entertainment blog at the time. And that's when blogging was a big, big, big thing back then. But I was moving around. I was moving around a lot with my job. Moved from Atlanta. was there only a year. Felt like longer, but I was only there a year. And then moved to Tennessee where I didn't get to... Well, I did do a dabble in photography just a little bit there with some of the staff members that I was working with at the time. And then I moved to Chicago and did no photography at all because it was just grind time. I, was, I went there to open up a campus there. And so when I got married, that is when I was like, okay... I want to start this business. I want to become a wedding photographer. And mm -hmm. that's when uh, I got married in 2012 and my wedding photographer allowed me to shadow her. So that's how it all began. And then by 2013, I was able to quit my job. Now, I will, I will say I just shared this recently on social media because I did not realize I had never shared how I became a full time photographer. And it was definitely a plan. I'm not the one that's going to tell you to just step out on faith and have no plan. I'm like, no, right. have faith and a plan. Right, uh, right. Right. So I, my husband and I, uh, we were newlyweds and we're both making really good salaries. So I, but we would live way below our means. So within that first year of when I was in Chicago, I sold my car, had my dream car. I was like 25 when I bought it. So I'm like, what am I going to spend my money on? Cause I keep moving. I, did, I wanted to buy a condo at the time, but I'm like, I keep moving. I don't know where I'm going to, you know, where I'm going to be. So anyway, I'm trying to give you the short version because it's a long story. It's this, this is my 10th year in business. So I'm trying to think about <laughs> all the details. I sold my car. So that knocked out about 18 grand. And then we, we literally put my entire salary for one whole year to my debt because I came into the marriage with a lot of debt from student loans, High Point University. Yes. Very expensive. Yes. <laughs> so I came into the relationship with a lot of debt. And so we paid off 100 grand. In the first year, and that is what allowed me to go full time, and that is what set me up for success with not being stressed about money and and not having that my husband to have that pressure about money, and that yeah. way I could really do my thing, you know. So that's how I, that's the short version. I love that you had a plan. You and I are the same. Yeah. I actually I had two hundred thousand dollars in college loans mm. for my doctorate, my master's, and my undergrad, and I paid it all off before I walked oh, away yeah. from my career. Yes. Everything. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and I did it with my side business, right? While wow. I was working full time. So I love that. Have a plan. Have and a plan. Faith. Yes. And faith. And faith. Yes. I love that. that. You can do it better yourself, right? So it's been a journey for you. You're wildly successful now. 
When did you know that you had arrived? Because I know with some of these younger, newer photographers, I mean, you've got your shoots like five grand to 10 grand for a a branding shoot with you, right? Yeah. Um, When did you know that you had arrived and earned the right to (laughs) charge what you charge? Oh my gosh. Because first I know, I know what I put into it and I'll tell you the the glow up, the come up. Okay. Because I used to do a ton of headshots, right? And my creative brain, I like to thank my mother for that. She's super creative. My creative brain was like, okay, this is boring. Yeah, I got your headshots, but I need to switch things up. And I'm all about creating your own lane in anything that you do. Mm-hmm. So first, I don't even think I've told you this, Melissa. I used to do photo shoots in my driveway. My neighbors used to crack up. I would literally pop up my backdrop and do $50 photo headshots in my driveway. Then I was like, that's not professional. Let me get a studio. So I got a little studio. And it's not this one, it's the other one that I had with some other girls. And I was doing a ton, a ton of headshots there. But I was like, no, we got to do it different. So that's when I created an actual experience. And there's completely difference between just headshots and a brand experience. So in that brand experience, what I found was the feedback that I was getting initially before they even saw their photos was the confidence that, that they had. And I've had people tell me that it feels like therapy. I have people telling me like just how we made them feel just by the experience from their brand and how they felt more empowered to go crush it in their business. So that was like the first light bulb. And then it was just adding value, adding value. So what can I do for these busy women that have no time? They don't really want to get in front of the camera. So it was adding on, okay, you don't have time to pick out your outfit. I can do that. You don't have time to create a strategy. We can do that. You know what I mean? So it was creating this whole different lane that nobody really was doing back when I first started doing this in my area. I didn't really have like a competitor, I would say, or anybody mm-hmm. just really doing that. So it kind of created my own lane and, and got people to notice because it was standing out on its own, the experience. So, and then what allowed me to keep raising my rates, which first I was terrified. I will never forget when I raised it to 5,000 because I was booked. I was experiencing that burnout. That burnout was real. I'm like, okay, I love what I do. But Lord, it's a lot of photo shoots. Yeah. So I raised my rates gradually. So when I first started my experience, it was like maybe $900. Then I think I raised like $1,200, like $1,800. Like I was like, you know, just scared. Like, oh, are, are they still going to buy it? So then when I raised it to 5000 I will never forget when I did it. I was talking to my mother. I was at my desk at home. And I was talking to my mom and I was telling her what I was doing. I was like, I'm just so, so scared to hit this button because I had already like changed. And it's just like, it's just doing it. It's just doing it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? I could always go down. But I know what they were telling me is how these images was making them money. These images help people to sell their books. These images help people to get new clients, new customers. Why should I not be compensated for this gift? Yes. You know, so oh my gosh. now like, yeah, girl, I can talk about that all day because I really encourage other photographers to do the same brand for photographers, especially if they have an experience that, you know, it's not just come and get your photos done like the modern day portrait innovations. Mm-hmm. This is like, no, we're going to make sure that this aligns and these images tell a story about your brand, about you, what you can provide for people. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you one quick testimony with one of my mentees out of Florida. She came to me charging about $1,800 for her branding sessions. Now she does pretty much the exact type experience that I do. And she was charging like $1,800. I'm like, girl, and she wasn't even charged like props. And so I'm like, girl, no, 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 no. And I think sometimes it's giving them that permission or that go ahead, like, and seeing that someone else is doing this and I can do this too. Why not me? Like, why not you? Yeah. 
So, mm-hmm. and she secured literally with probably her first two weeks of working with me, a $4,000 shoe. I love that. So let me yeah. ask you this, and we'll, we're going to get more into this in a minute, but have you found that by raising your prices, it's changed the demographic of client that you serve? Absolutely. Or, yeah. No, yeah, definitely. The people that I serve and the people that I attract now, they value their time. They trust me. They trust us. It's not just me either. It's a team of us. So they trust us. They trust, okay, it's not just about the money, but I do think they know, okay, if I'm paying this, if I'm investing this amount in my business, then it better give me some results or a return on my investment. So yeah, I think the people that we attract now, people like you who who are leading this crazy, amazing empire, building their business and their brand, they don't have time to micromanage. Like they want to leave it in the hands of the expert and know that that they're going to do the great job. So yeah, I definitely attract more of the female CEO that's been in business for a while and they may be rebranding, scaling their business even more where they don't have time to DIY. Totally. Well, it's funny because I mean, when you invoice me five grand for a branding <laughs> session, I'm like, I, I don't literally you pay it in full. Melissa, right. I'm like, dang, like Melissa, <laughs> honey, I just, I appreciate And I love working with you because you know where you're going and that I mean, we talked about that at your at your conference. Like it's so much easier for us to do our part when you already have a vision and mm-hmm. we can tweak things along the way on our end. That's not your wheelhouse. And you trust us to do that. That's the people that I like to work with for sure. Yeah. And I love this. And I want to take it back for a minute, though, because humble beginnings. Right. So, yeah, yeah I paid in full for a photo session. We were doing our books like we're doing our end of year books right now for my business. And my uh, CFO was like, you spent like twenty five thousand dollars on photos this year. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. But, <laughs> but listen, here's the deal. It didn't always start that way. And I want to bring you guys back to the beginning. And we're going to dive into personal branding and image and all the things with Jody in just a second. But for my listeners now, I want you guys to remember that just three years ago, this October, just three years ago, I launched my coaching business and I was charging a hundred dollars for my course. I was not a million dollar brand. I was not a five figure brand. It was an idea and a vision of where I was headed and the client base I was going to serve. And I'll never forget my team at the time said, Melissa, we need some fresh photos for you. We've got to build a website for you. We're going to need assets that are polished, like for your workbooks and for the promotional stuff. And I oh. remember resisting it tremendously because I'm like, what a waste of money. No. <laughs> and I was at my team. I hire people to work for me that are smarter than me, like in every space. Right. And so I'm like, okay, well, these people are in place because they know what they're doing and I'm going to yeah. listen. And, and I hired Jody, and I remember spending what felt like a fortune at the time at investing in her brand shoot. And I'm here to tell you that the professionalism the photos, the vision that Jody had and all the assets that were ultimately created on the back end from a photography standpoint, created my image, created the brand that I wanted to move into on social media. And it began to attract the ideal client. And to this day, if you guys have watched and followed my brand with Jody, Year over year, month over month, our images and lifestyle and branding is absolutely maybe one of the most important investments in my business because 
If you're not on social media and you're not visible on your websites and you don't have polished photos for your branding with your workbooks and all the opt-ins and all the things, you're only as good on social media as as you're showing up as a brand. And so my point in all of this is like, Jody had the vision to this day. She's like my, my brand ambassador. Like she had the vision and helped create the assets that launched this business. And at every photo shoot, we were thinking the next year, you know, what, what, what level do we want to be? What type of CEO do we want to be? What kind of image do we want to have? Right. And, and now I am a serial investor in these photos. Like we're together like every month, right? Because it's so, image is so important. Um, And if you're resisting this as an online business owner, you need to just get your head out of a hole because it's, the the photos are really, really important. So let's get into that. Yeah, you nailed it. I mean, you you need to be able to reach your customers and and people are spending an increasingly amount of time online. Like it's the new mall. When's the last time you've been to the mall, Melissa? Do you go to the mall? I walked down Rodeo Drive the other day. Okay, <laughs> listen, I saw you in Beverly Hills. Maybe, I don't even remember the last time I went to the mall. Maybe there are some still a lot of mall goers, but not nearly the way it used to be. Uh-huh. And I mean, if you want to stay competitive, you need an online presence. And especially yeah. if you're an online entrepreneur, I mean, but any product bis- product-based business, service-based business, you need to make it easy for people to find what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a website that is easy to navigate. That's a clean design on the website with a clear messaging, like not, you know, my website back in the day, Lord, talk about all oh, beginnings, honey. You should have seen my website back in the day. I did, I DIY'd it. I would not recommend that. Trust the experts. Hire a professional brand designer and a web designer to launch your brand if you haven't launched it yet. And social media accounts, like making sure that you're actually active and your messaging is clear about what you offer. You go to Melissa's page, you know exactly. You know exactly where you can you can fit in on what she's offering. Like if you want to do her mastermind, you want to take her LinkedIn method Academy. Like I, like I know, of course, cause I've worked with, if I didn't know anything about you, I know when I come to your page, what you can help me with, you know? So mm-hmm. the internet's ever changing. It's changed our lives, but I know that you have to stay connected to the people and you have to make sure that you're giving them valuable information about mm-hmm. what they need from you. Yeah. So. And imagery is so important. Let's just go down in this rabbit hole for a minute. I mean, yeah. I think about those of you, obviously, if you're listening to this, you follow me, but Jody was at my live event. And by the way, I've gotten a lot of inquiries about like my outfits, right? Jody oh. had the vision for all of that. She picked all the outfits out. She's like, had this whole boss, like bad bitch boss vision of me. <laughs> yes. I never, never could have put together myself. Although I did go on Pinterest and find the Mohawk look. Oh, yes, that was you. <laughs> my point is, Working and collaborating with her as kind of the visionary of the brand prior to the event and knowing that these were going to be social assets Mm -hmm. that they were going to capture on social, I mean, on video, on camera, that literally days and weeks after the event, we're trickling out a lot of these photos, which gives us inquiries and FOMO for our next live event. Um, Like everyone is very aware of the energy and the excitement and the fun that happened. And had I not hired an amazing team to come in... Yeah. and take photos and get video. Yes. I would there's two mastermind members I wouldn't have closed. It'd be, be I'd wow. be $40,000 less in my pocket right now oh had I not literally just posted your photos and yeah. videos that you created. We're going to talk about videos in a That's second. That's the worst thing too Over though. On LinkedIn. What's That's that? the worst thing is you have this amazing event that you you invest money into decor, create an experience for your attendees. And then your images 
low quality. Like, or you don't even hire professional photographers, videographers. Like, wow. I've seen people do that. Like, I'm like, wow. All this beauty. And even weddings, like not just on business. I've seen weddings, like hire a professional wedding photographer. You, yes. You have all this beautiful that much money. memories and then you don't yes. hire, you get somebody that just has a cute camera, a, the big camera is what they call it. Yep. Anyway, I mean, so yeah, we took, just, we took uh, Jody's photos and videos from our live event. We already have our Burnout to All Out Nashville live event website okay. on a web page. You can oh. see, like we've already sold out of our VIP tickets. Oh for my now. gosh, I need to see that. I haven't seen that. Yeah. So my point is like, I'll just say this one more time. If you don't have imagery and a physical brand, personal brand from a photography and video standpoint online, you're obsolete. You are truly obsolete. Like, again, I'll just, I closed two mastermind members last week while I was in Beverly Hills. I was not even working. I mean, you could say I was working, but it's fun (laughs) because it's business. Right. And I got two inquiries from LinkedIn who were connections of mine who'd seen the photos and the videos from the event and inquired about the mastermind. And I closed them. I worked for 20 minutes that week and closed two mastermind members because we had the foresight to have the photos and the videos socialized on social media. So let me ask you this, Jody. Yeah. So all of us as entrepreneurs have had to learn how to pivot with changes and, and how we do business. And I know that you know, historically Instagram has been known as like the photo place, but there's been obviously a big swing with more reels. How Mm -hmm. have you, I know that you've got these phenomenal branding shoots, but I also know you and I have gotten really creative with video and reels lately. So talk to me a little bit as an entrepreneur, how you pivot Mm -hmm. and move with the market and continue to grow your business uh, with, with the market demand. Yes. Okay. Good question. Because it's almost like when you're operating in your gift and your passion, because I am passionate about what I do, I feel as though I was ahead of the game before it even happened. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like that honestly wasn't intentional. My thought was bring on a videographer because we've had a videographer. We've been doing brand films since 20, probably 18 that I added because the first year I started to do specialized experiences because I told you I was doing a ton of headshots. The experience didn't really come until 2017 and 2018. I brought on a filmmaker. I'm like, they need to, we need to get their energy because I'm having these awesome photo shoots with people. And I'm like, we need to get you behind the camera talking. And that was like, oh my gosh, that is the most terrifying thing for a lot of the people that we work with is getting their confidence on camera and for them to feel comfortable enough to become, you know, have a personal brand and become the face of the brand if if that. Mm -hmm. So I know that we, my team was ahead of the game when it came to the whole, all the changes within the Instagram and making sure that you have all this video content. So it was, it was an easy transition for us, but I did make a transition and a pivot to providing a separate entire service that is just creating reels. So we yes. have people that we do like three reels. We do it for you too. Three, yes. it might be three, depending on what we got. Melissa got a lot of stuff, but <laughs> some, the standard is like three reels that we'll create that's produced. Like, so I am the producer, Amber's on the team. She's the, the filmmaker, the videographer, and I help you with the strategy and to make sure that this reel is going to help you get what you need, what, what you want it to do for you. What do you want it to do for you? Cause I'm like, Okay, what do you want these pictures to do for you? That's what I used to say. What do you want these videos to do? What do you want people to feel from it? So definitely staying ahead of trends. Trends are great, but I think it needs to make sure it fits your brand. Sometimes trends 
you know, may not always fit your brand. It's better to stick to what works best for your brand and your company rather than just trying to follow what's hot. So for me, what worked for my brand was getting people to share their story. My whole catchphrase and my slogan is showcasing the story behind the brand. So for me, it was an easy thing to to pivot in a sense of providing more video services before we were just doing like a like a promo, like a commercial. But now it's like very specialized. Like, no, y'all, you all need fresh content that's video too, instead of just doing the fresh content that was photos. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and I love this. And that's where like Jody and I's relationship has evolved so much. I mean, we do a session at least once every half year, if not once every quarter for like our branding sessions for just fresh photos, for social assets, for website, all those things. But now we're incorporating monthly video sessions. And I love what you said about do what's kind of authentic and on brand for you. So a lot of my listeners are more kind of the LinkedIn folks. And so what I want to share with you guys that we've been on a journey with Jody and discovered is, you know, I am, you know, very much an advocate of creating videos that provide a lot of value and being the authority. And so we, we brainstorm prior to the videos for reels and we come up with kind of the, the core concepts of what we want to record. And my community knows I love time blocking because I'm Mm -hmm. very busy. If I'm going to do it, let's just knock it out all at one time. And so what we do is once a month, Jody and her videographer, Amber come over and for like two hours, we bang through a ton (laughs) of videos and we're done. And those, what we're learning. And again, it's, if you guys go to my Instagram or over to LinkedIn, you'll see them were very authentically on brand for me. They're asking me questions around business questions around, you know, being a mom questions around LinkedIn and we're able to make it on brand, but meet the trends on the platform and repurpose. Meaning what we're finding is the video we're doing with Jody and my copywriter, Sadie, is converting really well over on LinkedIn because people love the video clips. Yeah. Right. So I think it's, I think it's brilliant. Hey friend, I just wanted to pop in to remind you that I'm hosting a free, yep, you heard that right, free masterclass starting January 23rd. In this masterclass, I'm sharing the exact organic lead generation tactics I use to scale my income from $0 to $1 million in just 19 months. Thousands of service-based business owners, coaches, and sales pros have already attended this masterclass and watched their sales skyrocket. If you want to accelerate your lead gen results and optimize your business's profitability, you do not want to miss this opportunity to learn how to leverage the world's premier business network for free. Again, this is for business owners and entrepreneurs who want to generate thousands of leads without tirelessly fighting to get eyes on their brand. If that sounds like you, here's what I want you to do. Head to the show notes of this podcast episode for the link to sign up for the LinkedIn Lead Gen Masterclass. The URL is www.livethefreelife.co slash the dash masterclass. After you register, go and block out time in your calendar for each masterclass training session. Get really intentional about how you prepare yourself for this learning experience so that you're able to fully absorb the information, put it into action, and start seeing the results. Can't wait to see you there. Okay. I want to go back because we were talking branding and all the things, so I wanted to go down in that rabbit hole. But I also love hearing lessons learned in business. So 
I, I heard you say that there was a moment where you were taking on a ton of clients yeah. and weren't charging quite enough yet. I'm curious. I'd love to hear a story where maybe you had as an entrepreneur growing and scaling a wall kicking moment where in retrospect, it ended up being a blessing. But when you were going through it, maybe it wasn't so fun, but there was a lesson or a blessing on the back end that landed you just the toughest, biggest lesson maybe you've, you've learned in, in business. Yeah. Well, I will tell you a story of when I was scaling and I'm seeing, okay, I think that was like 20, that was like 2018, 2019, where I really like 2014 was where I saw the, the turn of my mm-hmm. business. Like, wow. Okay. This is okay. We're doing well. And that was the only reason I felt like we started doing really well was because I started to truly invest in my business. That you, I told you I started 2012 when I started really investing and I'm talking about whew, five figures at that point of, of investing into my business. What was lacking and what I was so hesitant about was bringing someone on to help me. I had to get out of that, that funk of, I had the mindset of wanting to do everything because I was proud that I could do this. Like, yeah, I can do that. I can do my website. I can do this, take my own photos. I still do that sometimes. But anyway, I was doing everything. And what hit me was when my daughter was four. I think she was four. She's seven now. She said, she saw me working. And she said, mommy, are you working again? And, oh, it just pulled at me. And I was just, I could see in her little, her cute little face. Like, she just wanted to play with mommy. Why is mommy always working? Mm -hmm. Now, I know that there are some times where you have your time for work. And but me during that time, Melissa, I was not putting my family first. I was not. I was putting work first. And I was working seven days a week. I was always working on my business. I was obsessed with it. I was obsessed with the results. I was obsessed with the testimonies. Like it was driving me to burn out. By the way, I think that RT and I just talked about this. I do believe there's a season in business where we all have to be in that state to get the momentum. There you go. Right. But then it's the recognition of like, okay, it's recognizing it. And I recognize it. I'm like, okay. so what was the blessing in the mess? There's a lot. I'm trying to I'm trying to decide which one I want to share. I will say we had a life happen. Like we had life happen to us in our family. I won't go into too much detail, but my husband had gotten sick Mm -hmm. and it was out of the blue. And it was it was he almost passed away twice. It was devastating. So, but what lit a fire in me was like, okay, I was going hard, but I wasn't going hard enough in my business to really create change and make a a true impact in my clients' businesses. So I don't know what it was, but honey, a light just turned on and I said, okay, how can I do this? But how can I do this where it works well for my life and I'm not making my business or I'm not uh, living my life for my business? You know what I mean? Like, making sure that my business operates around my life. So in that case, that's when I started outsourcing my entire life. <laughs> started outsourcing everything. Yes, I started talk outsourcing about it. so much. I was working with a VA, just bought some hours. Like it was the smallest of the smallest package, but it, I got a taste of what it would be like to not have to do client invoices, just like things behind the scenes with the back office and the creative process and not so much the shooting. The shooting is just like 10% of the work. And then I ended up bringing on a VA who now, Jen, she's my business manager. We've worked together, I think, three three years now and completely changed the game for me, completely gave me my life back, completely gave me. She would block off things on my calendar like 
just Jody time, like Jody time. And I wouldn't tell her to do that. I'm like, okay, she sees that. Okay, I've, I've said yes to some things that she probably told me not to. So I think outsourcing for business purposes was the first thing I did that changed everything for me. Outsourcing editing changed everything for me. And not staying up to 2 a.m. editing changed everything for me. But then when I got a taste of that, I'm like, okay, what can we do over here in the personal life? And I've shared that with you. Like yeah. now we have a chef that comes in once a week. She does our meal prep. She, I mean, she makes all the lunches and the dinners. All I have to cook yes. now is our, our breakfast. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't know when I could, I don't think I could ever go back to that. We were talking about Thanksgiving. hundred percent. Like, <laughs> like, are you going to make Thanksgiving dinner? Like, I can't. He was oh, like, let me tell you, you Whole Foods, you can order ahead. A whole time. Oh my gosh. And yeah. So really good. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think the blessing was seeing what I could truly do with the time that I have and how I did not realize how I was not maximizing my time. So I was telling uh, my therapist, I was talking to her and I was telling her like how I get so irritated when I feel like I've wasted my time. Yeah. And that's like a, ooh, that's like a, a true pet peeve for me. So when I go somewhere, I better have fun with you. If it's like a personal thing, it's not for work. We better be having some fun. Okay. I don't want to be around nobody stuffy. And <laughs> so, and if I'm going to accept like this podcast, I love you. I love working Aww. with you. It's an easy yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it just helped me to realize what to say yes to, what to say no to, and to be okay with those boundaries. What a good lesson. And would you say that you're healthier and happier and more profitable than ever. Like, oh my gosh, I would definitely say that when I first hit six figures, it's crazy how long it took me. It took me six years. Wait, how, what this is? Yeah, six years, six years to hit six figures. Had I known the things I know now, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like there's no way, there's no way that the things that I'm sharing now with brand photographers is definitely going to make it 10 times easier for them to hit it. Like you could even hit it your first year if you really go do it the right way. So I would say now I don't stay up late. Like me and my husband, we are in the bed, typically in the bed. We want to be in about 10 o'clock. You know, I've been having 5 a.m. mornings. I'm not like you. It's not every morning. But the fact that I've had a few 5 a.m. mornings lately. Wow. Like, who am I? So so that is just creating new routines and and being okay if I don't hit it every time. And just, you know, if something else needs to happen, if it's something like, hey, no, I needed that extra rest, be okay with that. No, I needed that extra hour today. Be okay with that and not beat myself up about it because I tend to be a little bit of a perfectionist and I'm naturally driven. So I have to really bring that in and just be like, be okay with not doing all things. Yeah. (laughs) I've gotten better with that for sure. That's so good. It's so good. And I'm sure that delegating out things like editing and not being up till 2 a.m. They're amazing. They're amazing. Creating more energy for you and time for you to be more in your zone of genius and more profitable in the business, right? Yes. Like your event, when we did the VIP, the VIP photos. Mm -hmm. Now, thankfully, like that's why I teach photographers too, like get it right in camera so you don't have to have all this editing in the back end because there's a lot of photographers that they shoot different. We all shoot differently, but the way I shoot is I try to get the everything, the lighting, everything right in camera so that our editor doesn't have to spend a ton of work on editing. So, I mean, she edited that. She, did you see the gallery? I sent it to you. Did you see it? I have not seen oh, it. Oh, you yet. have to look at it. They're so I've got, good. I've got I've got time in my calendar tomorrow. Okay. Get through all my emails. Yeah, they're really good. So, and that was like, that was a lot of photos. That was a lot. It was a know? ton. 
Well, and so speaking of that, for those of you guys are listening and you listen to the replay, Jody is actually doing our brand sessions for our mastermind members out in Arizona in February. um, One of the things that's part of our package in our mastermind is building that million dollar brand and building that credibility and recognition online. So excited that Jody's going to be flying out there along with Amber to do their videos. So just a shameless plug there (laughs) will be, we haven't actually gone public with our mastermind yet. We've got five seats left that we're going to be opening up to the Academy next week first. But uh, just putting that in your ear for any listeners who are like, oh my gosh, I you know. But speaking of that, Jody, what's yep. on the horizon for you? What's Ooh. next for you? Oh my gosh, what's next? You know, I sat with that for a little bit. There was a season of stillness this summer and what's next and making the right move and second guessing myself. Am I making the right decision? You know, so I always am thinking, okay, my short term is a year. Like people think short term, three months. No, my short term is like, what am I doing this time next year? So the plans that we have, I'm so pumped about it. I am going to be taking on a limited amount of branding sessions. Normally we'll just, I'll just stick to my members, the brand members that I'm doing. And then we have just a limited amount of shoots that we're doing for the full shebang, like the the full experience. And that's what I do. We have associate photographers that do studio sessions in the studio here. And then I have an associate headshot photographer as well that you just need a quick LinkedIn photo or just a profile photo. Then I have them on board. So I just brought her on. Her name is Crystal. She's actually my best friend. So it's like amazing that we get to work together. And then Brianna's been, we've been working together for years, ever since I was in wedding. So the short term for me is creating more content for brand photographers. I have a course that's coming out, Brand Photographer Bootcamp, that is like right at the end of being launched and finished. And then just some other things that just the speaking engagements that I would like to do and closing off my calendar to new, you know, newer clients the last six months of the year. So really limiting like what I'm doing next year as far as photos, because I have an amazing team. And if you want to get in, if you are new, I would recommend getting early uh, because it takes about what we do. It takes about two months of prep. So limiting, probably shooting only. Let me give you an example. I was doing probably about four to five full big shoots a week, you know? So now I'm going to like one. Yeah. For new clients, for new clients. Yeah. So yeah. So that's a big, it's scary. It's scary. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm like, okay, we're doing this. Okay. And I'm taking three months off of just like no shooting at all. So you need that space to get creative with where you're headed. Right. Because otherwise you've got so many tabs open and you don't have the time and energy to to create. So many tabs open in my head. You you have no idea. So (laughs) So I'm looking forward to allowing my team to keep building and building and building with their clientele. It's amazing. I'm so proud of them. And then Amber and I, we still do our thing. So, you know, yeah, it's going to be a good 2023. I can see a lot of change happening, but for good for everyone, for me and our team too. So we're not overworked and burnt out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So exciting. Well, it's been so fun to like unpack (laughs) your story. So where can everybody find you? Where's the best place for them to come find you? Well, I live on Instagram, but I am getting on the LinkedIn. Okay. I am on there, but I'm not on there, but I need to be. But at Jody Brim with an I-E, J-O-D-I-E, Brim would be best on Instagram. I live there. So check me out over there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Jody, thank you so much for taking thank time you. out of your busy schedule and spending time on my podcast instead of taking Honored. a 
a shoot right now. Right. Um, Honored. <laughs> and I <laughs> can't wait to so check fun. out all the photos that you did for the VIP group. Yes. yes. I can't wait to see. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks guys so much for listening in on today's podcast episode. I can't wait for you to see my upcoming guest in the next episode. You are going to love this keynote speaker. Hey, here's the deal. If you liked this, please subscribe and leave a review. And you want the latest online business growth strategies and exclusive LinkedIn pro tips sent straight to your phone? Text the word UPDATES to one 310 Again, text the word UPDATES to one 310 Can't wait to see you guys. Come find me over on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever you like to hang. I cannot wait to hear how you are enjoying and applying what you're learning. You guys reach out to me over on social because I love hearing what's resonating with you. When you reach out to me and you send me those personal DMs, they really do impact the content I continue to bring forward to you. So again, come find me, Melissa underscore Hinault over on Instagram, Melissa Hinault over on LinkedIn and Facebook. Can't wait to see you guys over there.